0: I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon everyone this is the business zone with crystal and coach gilbert buchanan your small business paramedic and today folks we're gonna have an amazing show we got an amazing guest here today and but before we do that i want to reach out to my co-host and see how she's doing how are you doing my co-host
1: <laughs> Well, uh, you know that I just finished up Biz Camp, <laughs> so it's a little culture shock after Biz Camp because I have been quite busy. The kids, they were awesome, but still, mm-hmm. nevertheless, that's um, for the last two months. Um, I, let's see, 39 kids, the first uh, cohort and twenty-nine kids. The second cohort from the yeah. ages of twelve to seventeen,
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: and all different kinds of personalities. Uh, this particular cohort decided not to listen to any instructions. <laughs> Holy
0: Lord! <laughs> you know, there's always one, always one out of the group.
1: <laughs> so, so it was, it was, it was, it was great that the kids uh, did a phenomenal job. I'm very proud of them. But nevertheless, uh, not to say that it was I was not exhausted by yesterday. I was very happy that we had come to the end of our uh, journey. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and my getting up at 6, 5.30 in the morning and having to be on the west side, being El Segundo every morning yeah. and traveling in traffic, things that I don't normally
0: have to do. I give you credit for that, man, because I don't think I could do it.
1: <laughs> I don't think I could
0: do it. So all of those things, but
1: I had a great, it was great. And so um, a lot of the kids are going to come back to us in the fall. And um, they had some great business ideas. We had judges that came to help us out and uh, coaches that came. In uh, the school, I tell you, Da Vinci uh, Schools is an amazing uh, school, and uh, every school should be designed like that with a is career it, path.
0: Is it a newer school? Built They've by LAUSD? a it's a,
1: it's a charter school, but they're wow. under the LS. They're under the chart. LSUSD. But mm-hmm. each school is. Um. Each school is a pathway to
0: a career. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's amazing how you know, I never understood that when I was with LAUSD. I never understood how they established they have the magnet school, you know, and and the charters and then they have the regular school. So, how are the kids in the regular school going to feel about the kids in those magnet and charter schools? You know, it's
1: like Well, that means the la unified the other schools need to step up to the plate don't they because you know this school they have a science pathway to career pathway one floor second the next floor was a um communication so all careers and communications all of the include their academics but also with entry into the beginning entry to if you wanted to be a journalist, if you yeah. wanted to be a, a TV announcer, if you wanted to have whatever your, your, um, you wanted in, in, the, in the communications area, then that's what they were studying. And yeah. then on the floor that we were on, it was the our architectural, graphic arts, entrepreneurship, all of those with pathways to beginning or starting the the their education uh to um uh to those type of careers and Uh and so forth so amazing 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 when we the the president and ceo came to us they want us to come back
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: so we'll be back there in the summertime next year
0: that's great
1: and um so yeah so that was it, but the schools that really actually made up for um, that was one of the, especially for us coming back from being virtual uh, mm-hmm. to being live, uh, having a school with everything that you needed in order to run an excellent program
0: was awesome. I always like, you know, the way they set up the the school. we getting? I'm here. No, no, that was there. me. I was, oh. I was getting ready to put us on to oh. the uh, our groups. Go ahead. Sorry,
1: okay. I, I, I took away the sound.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I never did like the way they put special effort in those charter and uh, magnet schools, and then the regular schools are like bottom of the barrel. They just yeah, because the way I see it, the regular school is usually for the minorities, for us, for the Latinos and the Blacks, and then a charter school. If you notice, there are different types of kids in those schools. You know like the ones the higher achievers and all of that i i just i just don't like well actually that. it's um based upon lottery mm-hmm.
1: um so uh da vinci is a very diverse school and mm-hmm. i spoke to a number of the students when we first went to see it when i first went to see the to tour, it. um the kids it, it was majority black actually from what i saw majority oh, yeah. black and brown yeah, and yeah. there was one kid when we first got there in june the young black guy um oh this uh, nathan said i taught two of the four at da Vinci just before the brand new school was built in 2016 26 17. so this kid he every time i looked around this kid was like there from the first thing in the morning eight o'clock in the morning we'd be we'd leave at 12 but by the time every kid was um picked up by their parents because we left no child at a school until a parent picked him up mm-hmm. i would he was there i said dude do you love this school he goes i do i said because you don't ever go home <laughs> He's like, He like he loved the school <laughs> He was there for summer school. He absolutely loved the school. It's always
0: good when a kid loves to be in school to learn. You see what I mean? Yeah. Because it tell. I remember when I was growing up, I was in high school. There was this one kid, he's from like a upper middle class family, right? That that dude was so brilliant. It's, I was so jealous of him because he was so smart. He write good essays. You know, his, 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 everything he does was so amazing. Teacher would love him, give him, you know, he gets A's all the time. So we were all trying to catch up to him in the class. I, and this, was, this, kid,
1: this kid was like, I was like, dude, every time, you hear more than me you hear more than the principal (laughs) he says i like this school so we had about um in this second cohort we had about six kids that actually uh, attended da vinci very smart kids Um, but but we had kids from all over all these children were very uh very um from catholic schools uh to you know every school in the city so what happened was this year what was different from our previous years were was Rhonda Rhonda Santa for uh, Hobart who is my partner in this and she actually uh, is the one that created the, this program for the Los Angeles Urban League, the yeah. Los Angeles biz camp yeah. and uh, and the, with the both of us we created Institute biz Institute, And um, so initially it was being held at the Urban League. And then we start reaching out and we went to various other schools. But normally she and I would go on this whole marketing campaign to every organization, schools, wherever, to let them know that the summer session was starting. Mm -hmm. But she ran into someone at LA Unified and she put it on their bulletin board. We Mm -hmm. had over 125 kids that actually signed up and then uh in the orientation so mm-hmm. um we would have had over 60 kids in the second cohort yeah. uh, but they didn't show up so we ended up having 29 uh, but we had um 39 in the first cohort so
0: that's amazing uh, that's amazing yeah.
1: so so i don't know about you know some of the other charters but i do know that uh this particular charter and daniel says he actually taught a semester of art at um Da Vinci so he might be able to tell us a little bit more but mm-hmm. um I do know the kids are very pleased with the school the school is well run mm-hmm. uh no no bars no cops no none of that when you yeah. walk up to the door there's security there for the kids the kids it's an open campus the kids uh, have mm-hmm. um they have spaces like um like a it's, it's set up like a college campus actually that's you know, exactly
0: a- what it is that's why I'm saying you know, and I still, I still continue to say because I was a part of that program, where we built new schools mm-hmm. and then then we also renovate um, existing ones.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: these newer schools that they call the charter and magnet schools, they were just set up different. It was like a university campus. The mm-hmm. kids were they were treated the same way, and it's just I, I just I, I see the disparity there. Because, you know, if you're in a great learning environment, you'll try to learn. Because I remember that kid I was telling you about, how sharp he was. You know, we would try to catch up to him. You know, we have study Mm -hmm. groups and all of that. But when you don't have environments like that, you don't put in a pride into learning. You go, okay, they're just having us here just to fill up some numbers and get
1: funding. But wouldn't that be on the school board itself because the school board is the one that sets the standard for what yeah. the kids are going yeah. to learn right that's so, what i'm saying they so don't if care not char- much yeah because so the charters have their own presidents and and ceos yeah. and and principals that come up with a whole uh, uh different curriculum uh so it's a it's a revamping now I went to school 100 years ago here in los angeles but when i left school when i was in i went to la high Mm -hmm. um and my sister she went to a a catholic school Rhonda went to all my friends all my other friends went to catholic school so they Mm -hmm. got a different education because it was a private catholic school um and if you went to a private school you got different but when i came to la you know, compared to L.A. High, compared to what I was a school, I was um, and that was a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. What I learned in Buffalo, New York, was a whole lot different than what yeah. I was exposed to when I got to Los Angeles High School. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, the heck is happening here? Because mm-hmm. then when I was in New York, I was in I was learning, uh, I was being prepared for college. So everything was college courses. Here, these kids could barely read.
0: Yeah. Nathan said that two quarters, uh, I don't know what that means. So was he there for two quarters or?
1: hey uh-huh. um
0: hey pat how hey, pat, are you doing you today doing?
1: i'm not sure he has to come back and give us some more information but but anyway uh and then when we were at ochi ochi is also a charter school um yeah. they had a they they were more set up like regular um, uh, like a la Unified. ochi yeah. was a middle school in los angeles we were there as well so we've been at a couple of different schools right. um, over the years it, it, i think it has a lot to do with the leadership of who's running the school. My yeah. nephews, they went to Pally. They got a, a, a Palace Sages uh, High School. They got a good education. They went to yeah. Paul Revere, but not without fight. Um, yeah. They were at um, uh, so it's different schools. I mean, it, it I guess it, it depends on the leadership. And, yeah, and really I, just,
0: you- I just, I just am not too excited about because kids, kids start perceiving things at an early age. And mm-hmm. if if they're going to school, they see one school over there is being, you know, the students are treated better. And another school is just basic. Because I remember when I was growing up, man, and I'm in high school, there are certain high schools that are better than us, you know, because mm-hmm. they put money into those programs. They mm-hmm. have better uniforms. You know, when we play soccer, they're better... Uh, the competition, you know, they were dressed. They have uniforms to play. They would win all the time. We would lose, you know, so because <laughs> of the difference. Yeah, because of the coaching and all of that. And then our teachers were like basic. They really didn't care much. And those guys get top-notch teachers because they were preparing them for college. They weren't preparing us for college. They just, hey, you know, you get to get to you graduate from high school, you go work, you know. So those things, man, and that's why you know maybe i'm personalizing this i don't know but <laughs> I, I i just don't like how they segregate the schools you know i've been the charter and the
3: you know i think
0: everyone in the school should have the opportunity to do a deal with the charter and the the uh, magnet schools you know cuz i know the magnet schools these are kids that are smarter you know these are the smarter kids in those kinds of schools yeah so you know, I I just don't see why they should have the regular school, and then all that, that that's just my thing. That's just my, <laughs> that's just my well, thing. I think you have to start with the school board. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. What
1: you have to start with the school board, exactly. and, and and the schools that are in the um, um, uh, South LA. Yeah. uh are definitely run different than schools that are one on the west side exactly uh, i think some of the problems took place when they start busing kids out which took place way back there in mm-hmm. the, in, the, in the 70s and the 60s um because when they start busting them out all the resources went to the outline schools yeah um and and their solution was send them out to another school we're not putting the money into the community right uh then if the parents are not involved in the ptas where they're fighting to make sure that the schools are are being and that's what's happening. Uh some of the kids told me uh this go round was that when they were in COVID during COVID and they were in virtual schools, the kids absolutely hate doing virtual school yeah. because the school, the teachers would not even show up. Yeah, they wouldn't even show up to let them into the classroom. Yeah, so that's the teacher. That's not the yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> that's the teacher. They yeah. were like they we would be sitting there waiting to get in, and they wouldn't even let us in yes. because they weren't even there. So it's just you know it's the school, it's the it's it's just the, it's the system, right? And right. how the system is designed, and unfortunately, uh, less parents are actively involved in PPTAs and things like that. So
0: it's sad. I wanna hey, I wanna Greg. I wanna say. Um... Much respect to Pat, Pat Langford at PAL Mobile Notary Services, LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat, I hope you're feeling better on behalf of us here at the Business Zone. We Our priors are going out to you. Pat was in an accident, I think, oh. la- last week. And, you know, she was in the hospital and all of that. So, Pat, we're hoping that you're feeling better. We know you're a true blue. You're... You're hardcore. You're ride or die. You support us all along. You know, no matter. Because I'm sure you're probably on your sick bed right now, but you're log you're logging into the business zone to support us. So thank you for that. And uh, I hope you feel better. And like I say, you know, I I went through an accident before. You just got to take notes, keep your receipts, and do your treatment. Or you know, they won't they won't take care of you the way they ought to. So just do those things and. You know, we're all behind you, Pat. Okay. Yeah,
1: prayers to you, Pat. Sorry to hear that you um you were injured or in the hospital. So many prayers and blessings, and yeah, uh, we will hold you in prayer. Yes. Uh, so thank definitely. you very much for tuning in to us. So yes, all and right. For those,
0: for those of you who are just tuning into the business zone, this is a business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4:30. And my co-host is going to show you guys how you can subscribe to us, how you can also like our videos, because we have videos on at least twice a week. I'd like you guys to like those videos, show your support because the material and information we're presenting to you is high-quality, top-notch information to help you grow your business. Now this is to me, this is the number one small business podcast in Southern California. So we provide you great information from our, our, I should say, our historical knowledge between my <laughs> co host <laughs> and I. We, we've got decades.
1: <laughs> historical.
0: <laughs> our historical knowledge. Our, we have decades of information. <laughs> our field correspondence and. What does it cost to subscribe? It's free, sir. It's
1: free. <laughs> it's it's is uh yeah, it's free ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, free ninety
0: nine. So Crystal will tell you how to subscribe and what you need to do.
1: So go over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button and become a a, a, a subscriber of the business zone. We have over 700 videos in an archive since we launched the show in 2016. We've been on the air this year as of seven years. And with uh, just a wealth of information about every aspect of business, um, we, we've had some amazing guests on like we have coming on today. So if you want to learn how to uh, anything about your business, with our decades of knowledge and the decade and our and our and our guests decades of knowledge just go over there hit that subscribe button and you'll get notification every time we go live but you can also go to our uh archives uh to our playlist and find uh information find a show uh that will pertain to anything that you're doing in business because gilbert and i love what we're doing
0: that's right man we got a passion
1: (laughs) got a passion got a passion so uh let's get ready to get on with the show and so gilbert i am going to say this the reason for that very reason that you were talking about uh, earlier that is why since i began my career as an entrepreneur I have always participated in some aspect of helping young people, students be able to, a pathway to success for them. So I've been doing this since I started my business, actually since I was 20 years old, I've been working with kids. And so I give every every summer, for Mm -hmm. the last 15 years, I have dedicated myself to participating in BizCamp um every summer for two months uh, because of that so because they may not be getting what they're getting at their school but it doesn't education doesn't have to happen in a school building education happens outside with our dedicated organizations that are there to help our kids we're the village they're the village. village Thanks <laughs> a so,
0: so so greg said it costs you not to subscribe so you better subscribe for free
1: <laughs> right exactly
0: <laughs> that's a good one greg i like that it costs you folks it costs you not to subscribe so if you're not subscribing to the business zone you're going to receive an invoice in the mail. <laughs> hey, Jessica. Jessica was a,
1: judge, was a judge yesterday, Gilbert. She came out to the business zone. We got to meet each other first time. We've, we've had a virtual admiration for each other. So we oh, finally yeah? each other in live and in person. That's great. <laughs> that is great. That's so,
0: amazing
1: all right let's bring our guest on she's an amazing night non- <laughs> great thank you jessica <laughs> now this young lady that we have coming on today now this is a silent warrior that's been in our community doing some incredible things i've she's been behind the scenes you know guys everybody knows i'm loud and voice first voice for in the community but Rashonda has been out there doing just as much as I've been doing, but she's so quiet By it's only when you show up in her, she has this event and you go, Oh yeah, Rashonda, hey. <laughs> so she is amazing. Um, when gonna- she
0: when she comes on, when we introduce her, I would like the people in the chat. This our super chat. I'd like you guys to put a yes if you have ever heard of her. If you ever participated <laughs> in her program, put a no if you've never, okay? <laughs> After today, you guys are going to learn who this person is and what she does for the community and why you guys should be involved.
1: Right. She's an innovative entrepreneur. Um, I want to say I met her through Rhonda and I think I met her at the Urban League at one of the uh, when Art when Rhonda was the. Um, when she was the um director of the entrepreneurial center at the los angeles urban league i believe that's how i met her and uh so she's been doing some amazing things so i'm gonna bring her on and i'm gonna read her a a little bio of her and some of the things that she's done um and yes and she's very effective as pat says and everybody does know her they just don't know that they know her because she's (laughs) usually behind the scenes (laughs) And I'm gonna just transfer you here and put us over here. Hello, Rashonda. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Krista. Hey, how are Gilbert? you
2: doing? TEDx
0: <laughs> TEDx Inglewood.
1: Hi. <laughs> hey, we have to represent right, that. That's right,
0: that's <laughs> right.
1: So, um as I said, she's a quiet storm in our community, but in 2016, Roshanda became the CEO of the Innovative Entrepreneur Hub. It was a Los Angeles-based hybrid company that provided shared workspace and business development services for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Uh, It also provided a wide range of services from business formation, branding, marketing, bookkeeping, business credit building, and also business funding. And then in 2022, she founded our Culture Hub, an Inglewood-based In- 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 curated re- retailer that features more than 30 Black-owned brands under one roof. And our culture hub brings together a unique collection of fashion, lifestyle, home, beauty products, and a variety of African-American entrepreneurs. This quarter rated uh, re- retail store is a place for business owners to see their dreams come true, a place to give their products a home, a place to provide a stepping stone to the next level. And then if that wasn't enough, so that's because, you know, us in the black community, man, we got to have 19 million jobs because <laughs> one is. Is never enough for us she began organizing a team of TEDx South Central formerly called TEDx Crenshaw uh, since 2015 and 2022 she received a license to host TEDx Inglewood, which was have his inaugural conference in August 2023 so with that and I believe you were honored uh, you were honoree at Vermont Slauson Economic Development Center in 2022
2: uh, just okay. this past year just this past so in, yes this past year
1: so like i said she has been <laughs> doing some magnificent things in the community <laughs> quiet storm <laughs> but th- making some things happen so welcome tell us all about you girl <laughs> yes yeah, so
2: i mean just really what you mentioned um i've always been a community activator and just really want to make sure that we can provide more resources and more opportunities for our inner city. And so that's what I've been doing uh, for quite some time. And you are correct. We did meet when Miss Rhonda was back at the uh, Urban League. And that's when I was really just starting. And so just being able to, to be Someone doing some things behind the scene has just been a great opportunity. Yeah, for
1: me. awesome. I, I attended the grand opening or when you kicked off uh, the debut for the Innovation Center. That was awesome workspace. Do you still have that or you moved everything over to the Culture Club? I do.
2: So I'm actually here at the office. So, Innovative Entrepreneurs Hub, as Crystal mentioned, we are a shared co working space and we also provide business services for our clients. And so that's everything from business formation to helping you with your books behind the scenes. And so uh the best way I like to uh mention that is we do all the unfun stuff behind the scenes for business owners as they like to just be out there and selling their products and services. awesome. Ooh.
1: Awesome. So and I like the fact that you broke you, I mean usually in our community when people come to me for coaching and I'm sure for Gilbert as well. You know, usually it's the mundane t-shirt business. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but nothing that really You know, when you think of workspaces, you think of WeWorks, (laughs) places like that. So um, congratulations on all the work you've been doing. And so for those of you that don't know her, I hopefully after we uh, finish uh, meeting her today, you will know her and support what she's doing. So I'm going to let you have the floor and tell us all about everything and then let's uh, get over to this ted talk because i think that's absolutely amazing uh to to have founded and brought and got a license for that so tell us what that's all about
2: yes so so let me just back up a little bit so with innovative entrepreneurs hub it was more of figuring out a way for us to continue to help the community and what i was finding as people were talking to me and clients were coming in is yes they had their their e-commerce they had their website but they didn't have a physical location a physical retail location where people can come in and actually meet them and then touch and fill their products and so i got with my team and long story short over 16 months we started planning our culture hub which is now located in inglewood and it really is a place for our businesses to be able to see their their products on a shelf and so we're located in Inglewood, our culture hub, and it, it also is a community center. We host uh, different types of events at the at this store. And we really just want it to be a place where we can feel seen, we can feel comfortable, and we can come together and celebrate all of the, our amazing brands. And it does go beyond t-shirts, right? So we have folks who have amazing uh, soaps, candles, home good items. Uh, premium uh, cookie mixes, premium coffees and teas, nice jewelry. So we just really want to make sure we provide a variety of products inside of the store. And well.
1: and how do you get there? How do you get to? How do you? How are you able to get uh, your store in the our culture hub?
2: Great question. So we do have an application process. It is on our website, our culture hub. You can scroll down to the bottom, and it says become a retail vendor. And as you are filling out that application, it comes to us. Our team will review it just to see, you know, what your product is and see if it would really be a good fit for the store. And uh, we go from there. We reach back out and we try to set interviews just so that I, as the owner, can be able to talk to the entrepreneur and really see what their goals are, because this is really about the store itself being able to be a great Uh, resource. And so we want to make sure people have the, the right intentions when they come into the store and they understand the mission.
0: So with what you just described there, Shonda, folks, you've been listening in the chat. Have you heard of this organization before? Have you participated with this organization before? Put a yes in the chat if you have. Put a no if you have not. Because by the end of the day, we're gonna convert you guys. You guys are gonna be going on checking out this business, okay?
1: And and I think this is great because most individuals, uh, serial entrepreneurs, I love it. I say we can't be you can that's what black entrepreneurs are, serial entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> so um uh, let me ask this question. Um Are there hey. more uh, more hubs? First of all. You know, that's the hardest thing for a small retailer to be is to actually have a brick and mortar. I mean, because the costs, uh, everything that goes along with that is so prohibitive and because of the capital. So I think this is amazing. So in the future, are there going to be more locations? I know this is your flagship location. Is that the plan? (laughs)
2: Hey, as long as we continue to get the brands that are interested in coming aboard, and as long as we continue to get the community support, because that's the other thing, we actually have to have the community support for folks to come into the store and purchase the items. So it's sort of those things that go hand in hand. We need the vendors or the the small businesses that are interested in being featured, and we need the community support to continue to come and purchase the items. So I, I, I won't say no, But it is dependent upon, you know, those things. So we
1: need to, Ms. Rhonda and I need to partner with you because we coach uh, and and, and Gilbert as well. We coach many businesses that are that are retailers and uh, we need to. Maybe see what we how we can make that happen. How we can at least get them to fill out applications, and then you can decide uh, whether or not they're 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 appropriate for your store. But I think we could help, and then make sure we have some ongoing marketing that is driving people c- consumers over customers over, so that. They can, especially now that we have the holidays coming up. So let's see what we can do to help push people to you.
2: Absolutely. Let's All make right. it happen. And that's really what it's about, making sure that we reach other demographics, other networks outside of just, you know, our culture hub and Innovative Entrepreneurs Hub, because we really do need to amplify what we are doing. And so we need we need those networks like, like what you
0: guys have. So I just want to give a special Shout out to some of our listeners. Well, all of our listeners here on the business and viewers. Special shout out to Miss Tasha Higgins. Tasha, thank you for joining us. Mr. Jesse Ramos, thank you for tuning in. Fernando Young, Greg Sneed, Pat Langford, and all the great folks who are looking in. Uh, uh, This is just amazing. Nathan, Nathan also joined us earlier, telling us about his experience with the magnet schools and the charter schools. But one thing I also want to let you folks know, based on my understanding of what uh, Miss, Miss Shonda Renee does, uh, you can have people come to your facility on your TEDx and do a talk or a presentation, right?
2: So TEDx is a different platform. So I'm not sure um, if, if you guys or even your audience are familiar, but TED is an actual global brand. Yes. So if you've heard of a TED talk, um ted has created a platform where local organizers can put on ted like events and so that's where the x comes from because it is local organizers putting on those types of events and so we are doing tedx in inglewood this will be our inaugural event but as crystal mentioned i have been a part of the tedx crenshaw which is now tedx south central platform since 2015. So I have some experience in putting on the TEDx event. Perfect. And so what we did when we launched this platform was we opened it up for the community to submit applications. So it is application-based because we want to make sure that we get folks that are from the community that we can put on this platform and highlight what they are doing. Excellent. Excellent. So
1: what was your inspiration for um, even the, the, the first one that you did, which was TEDx Crenshaw?
2: So with TEDxCrenshaw, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. It was one of my great friends, and she mentioned that she needed help. And so, like I mentioned, I'm always into community activations and how we can come together and highlight the great things that are going on in our community, because sometimes Los Angeles gets a bad rap for all the negativity. And so just being a part of something that was bigger than myself and being able to show you know, the amazing inventors that we have, the amazing educators that we have. That was something that was very attractive to me so just being a part of it was um just one of those things of i'm down okay
0: perfect
1: now tell it so there's a process right you just can't just show up and start talking right
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so actually we we opened up our application in december we closed it in february we chose our speakers the team i have nine other amazing folks on the team with me uh, we curated those speakers and they have been practicing since March and so now you know we're three weeks away now we give them coaches we provide them additional resources and support to make sure that they are um, representing themselves and getting across what they want to get across once they get on that stage
0: excellent so,
1: so what are some of the top and so you're your so every is it, is there a new theme every every um, year because this is an annual, process right
2: right Right. it's a great question so with ted they they stipulate that we have a theme but it has to be a very broad theme, and how each speaker approaches it is up to them so our theme this year is evolution which is actually amazing for inglewood if folks are familiar with inglewood and the transformation and the evolution that it's going through so we thought that that was just a great theme for this year. And so our topics this year, they really do range. We have folks that are talking about um, social and emotional mental health. We have some empowerment, uh, new economy. We have some technology and community. So I don't want to give too much because we definitely want folks to come and show up. Um, but we are having some great talks these days. These folks have put in, like I mentioned, six months of preparing, and they are just excited to be able to give this. So
0: go ahead, Crystal.
1: So uh, um, what are the um, how many speakers? Yes, we have six amazing speakers
2: and we have some performers. So we are breaking it up because sometimes some of the content can be a little heavy. And so we want to make sure that we're breaking it up, but providing a great overall show.
0: Awesome. So so part of the evolution in Inglewood there, uh, Roshanda, uh some may say it's uh, gentrification because they've really dressed up the the area a lot. Now some may call it gentrification, some may call it modernization. How do you <laughs> see that working for the the folks who reside there or the businesses or people who are trying to do business there?
2: So I guess it really is, depending upon who you talk to, like you mentioned, modernization or gentrification, but the the motivating factors to have TEDx Inglewood so that we can highlight and showcase our quote-unquote regular people, right? We have our Mm -hmm. folks that are doing amazing things in the community that are not a part of these huge corporations that are coming into the community. And so Mm -hmm. we wanted to make sure that we highlighted the community you know those those working families that have been there and held the city down for as long as they have, yeah. um, because you know Inglewood is becoming what what some people are considering you know the entertainment capital and a, a really a, lo- um, a destination for entertainment.
1: Right. And
2: you know who really wins and who really loses with that. But with TEDx Inglewood, we are highlighting you know the amazing folks that are here in the community who have been doing it and showing that there are still some community things that you can do that, that don't have to do anything with some of that corporate stuff, so to speak. Right,
0: right. Okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. Awesome. So where do you see your organization within the next five years You know, with this type of mission?
2: So overall with TEDx Inglewood, we want to continue to do that. Um, yes, the main event is a, a annual event, but mm-hmm. we are also looking to highlight and do things that are more specific and industry-based. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to have smaller events. So just continuing to highlight um, and, and we wanna be able to inspire the community and, and shed a light on um, just all the amazingness, yeah. just all the amazingness. You know, we have great educators, we have great innovators And we have folks that are doing amazing things that don't get the shine and they don't get the opportunity to be on a platform like this. So, you know, with Ted being a global brand and once we complete these talks, we do record them, we upload them to YouTube and eventually, hopefully Ted, the ted.com will actually pick up some of our talks and put them on that platform. So now we're really talking about millions and millions of views for folks that are doing things right here you know
0: a few years ago they used to have this small business expo that is held in los angeles at the convention center every year and then you would have thousands of small businesses that show up and they do business with other businesses or they do business with the the consumers do you ever see your organization doing something like that because i think that would be a great thing for small businesses
2: Absolutely. So even within, you know, our culture hub being a retail store located in Inglewood, it really is about bringing more businesses Mm -hmm. together. You know, right now we have over 30 brands that are featured Mm -hmm. in our store. But within the the first year of us opening, we've probably have um, reached more than 50 brands in that. And I say that in because we allow pop ups, we allow others to have community events. And so just being able to have that effect in the community has really been something positive because our, our brands really do need a platform and be able to showcase themselves. Yes,
0: definitely.
1: definitely. I she are uh, one of our um you got you gave an opportunity to our biz camp kids or biz institute children last year, <laughs> and so they were able yes. to come there and set up their table and mm-hmm. sell. Uh, I think we had three students three of our students that was there so we 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 really uh we love that because you know of course they really have a hard time presenting and being able to uh have a pop-up uh because they're kids so so just some amazing stuff and you know ted talk or the ted talk um establishment there have been a number of um, uh, great speakers that have come out of ted talk and, and it has been the spearhead for some very lucrative op, uh for, um um businesses six, the successful yes. pathway so i uh, if ted talk picks up uh tedx then that same thing could happen to this your these speakers as well right
2: absolutely and that's one of the things we really prepare our speakers for you know when we do our rehearsals and we have our meetings with them I we want to make sure that they're prepared, making sure that their website is ready, making sure if they have books, that those are ready, making sure that they have a press kit, because this can potentially take their business and take their their brand to the next level. And we have set that tone for them to make sure that they are ready for it.
0: Do you ever get involved in government contracts and procurement?
2: You you know, Um, For my business, Innovative Entrepreneurs Hub, we are certified as a women-owned and minority-owned. I do have that certification, and that is something that we are looking to do in the next year to take the business to the next level. Because we've set our our foundation, and we've done a great job at making sure that we are ready and we we have some of those foundational things in place. Um, and I know that you guys are really big oh, on that. Yeah. So I guess I'll be Oh, it on. yeah.
0: That's the way to go, man. Because 2026, we got the FIFA World Cup coming here to Los Angeles. 2028, we've got the Olympics. So yeah. we want to get our small Olympics. businesses yeah. ready to participate in that. Because the last time we had a large event similar to that, that comes here to Los Angeles and small businesses participated and benefited, was 1992. Yeah when they had a Democratic convention there at the the convention center in Los Angeles. So now that we're you know, this is like multiple years later, we got the Olympics coming, we got the FIFA World Cup. We want to get small businesses involved in that. We want them to get a piece of that pie.
2: Absolutely. And that's really important. Um, When when we started our culture hub, like, yes, we have these businesses that have these brands. But being a consultant on the back end you know, by profession, I also want to impart some of that wisdom onto them and making sure that their businesses are solidified. For a lot of our businesses, this is the first time, obviously, for them to be on a retail shelf. But it really is about some of the work that we do behind the scenes with them and making sure that they're building a solid brand, making sure that they have their paperwork in order and they are staying in compliance. So it really goes beyond just them being in the retail store it really is about helping them to really solidify their business to go to that crystal
0: market. i like the graphic you had up earlier with that retail platform as, as if they were in a, in a marketplace and uh, folks were um, there her i business. like i like that That's yeah right there. i like that mm-hmm. I, I i keep that up there i like that so i want small businesses to know that yes they can come to these events not only purchase products and services but they can also showcase their products here as well. And like you mentioned earlier about paperwork, getting paperwork and compliance, uh, the business zone also helps with that too. That's what we do. That's part of our business, helping small businesses yeah. to be ready, you know, business ready, contract ready, loan ready, and nonprofit ready and certification ready as well. So we help out to get businesses ready. And we're part of that village that helps to prepare these small businesses as well.
2: I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love that picture. That picture is actually from our grand opening yeah. last year. And so just really excited about what we've been doing with our culture hub and what it has really come to me to the community. Like I mentioned, us being that hub for other folks to be able to showcase their brand and have some of their pop ups there and have musical events. So we've had a variety of different things that have happened throughout the the store for the past year
0: so um roshanda one of the things that we're crystal and i are trying to do here at the business zone we haven't solidified it yet but we've been making contacts reaching out to folks in different countries like the 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 african diaspora we've been reaching out to south africa we've been reaching out to other areas we would like to have something like this where we bring businesses together where they can even export their products to those countries Absolutely. so have you guys thought about that or is that something in the making or what what do you think
2: there has been some conversations because um as crystal mentioned to have a physical brick and mortar location um you know there's other things that that really have to go into play to maintain it and so we have been thinking about being sort of a distribution center as well so Let's have the conversations, and and as Crystal knows, you know it's about me being just, you know, a conduit to be able to make the right connections, and so Crystal
0: has a hookup man in South Africa i'm very proud of her she's made those connections and uh next month she's going to egypt so <laughs> and actually, and,
1: and, and it's so funny this morning i got a call from someone that has a radio network um radio show network and she was asking how we could do business so she's going to be participating and I might have to put this on my travel plans. uh there is a it's called the AF Global Summit and it's an African summit that's taking place in Washington d c in October. and uh so they're they're they're, you know, out of africa doing what we're doing here and so i'm gonna i think i'm gonna It's late october so i think i might have to put that in my travel plans to go attend so i can see what's happening but they're coming in from africa from countries from all over africa uh and that might be a good way to solidify that because here's the thing america creates especially today in our in our political climate they create a number of obstacles for us but one of the wonder, most incredible things about being able to do business if, from an e-commerce standpoint is nobody can stop you from doing anything with anybody <laughs> and you can do it globally so you don't have to be isolated to just this small population of people You can first be nationwide and then you can be global. And all it is is a matter of them being a DHS or FedEx or or whomever uh, um, being able to deliver to another country. So that shouldn't, that right there could expand our ability to increase our revenue streams. And so us being able to expand out, I think is an excellent idea uh with our business uh, with our business community
0: and part of the reason uh, Rashonda part of the reason why we're interested in the african diaspora is because they have 1.2 billion people 1.2 billion that's the population there that's and and their gdp is two 2.96 yes. $2. trillion dollars 2.96 trillion is their gdp so we really if we can't do business here in america with 300 million a population of 300 million then it's gonna be great to even try to do it in the african diaspora with 1.2 billion people you see what i'm saying (laughs) so so it would be so great for us to all come together pool our resources and train and prepare our businesses to start doing a business overseas that would be amazing
2: Absolutely. And one of the things I want to mention, you know, yes, we have a lot of folks who have our businesses that are based here in Los Angeles that are featured in our Mm -hmm. culture hub, but we actually do have a few that are international. And so it's not just about um, local businesses. You know, we opened up our application and the folks who applied. You know, we have some folks that are not even local. You know, we have some that are on, on the other side yeah. of the country, and then also we have—I um, believe it's three—that are international. And so, awesome. it's not just a Los Angeles thing when it comes to our culture hub because our culture is yeah. global,
1: and that's really the the mission. Oh, yeah. that that's did. pretty cool, Gilbert. I think you would be excellent as a TEDx. Oh, speaker, you <laughs> I think he should put his application in for next year to talk about certification.
0: Don't uh, you my, my co-host is uh, nominating me. I'm <laughs> nominating you, dude. I'm
1: nominating yeah, you. Yeah,
0: you know, I can't drop the ball now. Now that she nominates me, I'm gonna have to. I got to step up to the plate and you know puff my chest up and do it. <laughs> and.
2: and the- no, absolutely. Absolutely. And it really, when we're talking about a TEDx talk or even a TED talk, you know, it, it really is about your yeah. big idea and how can you spark change and how can you have activate people to want to go out or go home and have different conversations. And so I know, Gilbert, you have a few ideas that you can have and, and present on a TED stage or a yes. TEDx stage, but we really want to make sure that. You know, it is something that is inspiring and, and something that will empower the folks who are oh, in the definitely. audience and then ultimately the, the folks who watch it. Definitely.
0: On I, I certainly will. I, I never thought about it before, but my calls has so much confidence in me. I'm going to go ahead and do it.
1: <laughs> and, and, and here's the reason why. When I first met Gilbert, um, I didn't really know, and even those of us get certified, you really don't know the really magnitude of what that really, what that really means. Right. Everybody just tells you to go become a certified business, but what does that really, really mean? But Gilbert, when I first met him, he was actually giving a webinar seminar, uh, about that. And I, it just opened my eyes like, wow, that is actually a game changer when we talk about, uh, going from a small mom and pop business to an actual corporation that has 10 to 15 to 20 employees right yeah. because on an average if you're a sole proprietor you your cap- capacity for revenue is about $53,000 a year that's less yeah. than what you'd make at a company yeah. literally That's true. Nowadays, people are coming in at least 85, 90,000. If you have skill sets, you're coming in at six figures, right? yeah for us for you to, as a small business to get to six figures and there's only one person you yeah. working day and night <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but but if you have the ability to have employees and you and the and the ability to have employees expands if you have a one to two year or three year contract where you know that those dollars are guaranteed based upon your contract so that's what opened up my eyes and i'm like well what the heck why are we not why we only got 400 where was it a small percentage what's the percentage gilbert
0: yeah we have about 400 small businesses that were certified with the state of california at the time so so yeah we wanted to increase that so more small businesses can participate in the process
2: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And then even to be able to collaborate, um, even, you know, it might be something just as an example, you know, if Gilbert's company has the main contract, but if I'm certified and I have another skill set just to be able to bring me onto to that as well. So I think that's something in the collaboration. Yeah that sometimes we miss yeah. out on when it comes to um, really understanding contracts and how they-
0: it, You know, it's amazing. Yesterday, I was invited to speak at um, an event. i have been a mega mixer in the San Gabriel area at the Marriott hotel there. So I was doing a presentation on contract readiness and you'd be surprised how many of the folks who were present in my presentation classroom how many of them did not know about being certified as a woman-owned minority, small business, or disadvantaged business? How many of them did not know that the county has over $4 billion in procurement spend just waiting to spend on small business for this year? A lot of them did not know the state of California had $396 billion in procurement spend and that they're waiting to spend it on small businesses. So. Those are things that we need to educate our small businesses on and get them certified, get them ready in a procurement process, get them prepared so they know what documents they have, like their capability statement, a statement of qualifications, you know, those types of things, and start going after those contracts. Because otherwise, they're going to gonna be left in the dark.
1: Yeah, that's why. See, right there. He's already TED Talk ready. I'm <laughs> going so yeah, so to, to support you first, Gilbert. And then I'm going to come later on the next year with the kids. Uh, my- my two, to- <laughs> but, uh, but I, you ready. And I, I'm be there to support you. So, uh, 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 Rashonda, we're getting him ready. He's going gonna- to gonna- gonna- <laughs> no <mess>. All right. <laughs> Our application will definitely open up at the end of the year, so we'll you guys know. By that time, we should have a book at least. Uh, we got a book working. Are you working on a book right now? So, yeah, I know yeah. that helps. Uh, so that's what we go. Gilbert, just be ready, dude. Be ready. I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm
0: always ready. You know me. I'm I'm walking ready. I'm always ready, man.
3: You know. You know. You know. You know what's amazing
0: too, Crystal. Yesterday when I went to the event, right. I got in like a minute before the presentation start, and I just walked right in and start presenting, just like that. You see what I'm saying? No setup, nothing like that. Just walk right in and start addressing the crew and start spelling my facts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm a walk in presentation man. I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so what does that look like? I, you know, we apply, I know you have to submit a video in the beginning, right? Yes. Okay. And yeah. then-
2: so we have, we have an application. The application is really short. We just want to make sure again, that people have a, a big idea. Like what is your big idea? Um, is it something that's unique, your approach to something? So using Gilbert as an example, your approach to being contract ready that's different like yes other people might teach about preparing folks for contracts and preparing small businesses for contracts but maybe what is what is your secret sauce so we want to make sure people have a big idea yes you have to submit the video we do ask that because it is important to make sure that folks can follow directions right so you have to submit the video and then our team um reviews Mm -hmm. everything you know, we go through and, and sort of scale everyone, you know, on a scale to see, you know, which ideas can really be on the stage and, re- and have a, a real representation of our community. And so, like I mentioned, you know, we have folks that are talking about different things, different industries. And so we want to make sure that it's also yes. a mix when we have um, folks oh, on sure. the stage.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
2: yeah and
0: yeah, and, and, exactly. and those, those of you who are viewing this and listening, some of our viewers in the chat, I want you guys to take this as well as an invitation so many of you can can provide some services as well i know fernando i know pat langford you guys can do it so i want you guys to go out there and prepare yourself as well uh there's a website right here that you guys can go to okay and uh you can go there and register or learn more about it so you can become a part of it so check it out guys it's right here in the chat you got the tedx englewood event now, that's coming up August twelfth and thirteenth.
1: August, August twelfth. Tickets are
3: twelve.
1: Twelfth are forty five dollars. The link is right there. Guys, get the tickets so we can support, make sure she has a nice that's turnout. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to be there. I that'll be the week before I'm heading to uh Egypt. Yeah. And so um awesome. uh yeah, I'll get my tickets today and so and I'll tell some other <laughs> friends of mine uh because I just love the fact that it, you know we being part of the mainstream, right? Yeah. That we're doing mainstream things to um, uh, enhance and highlight the the the, the talented Absolutely. people that are in our community, right? And and that's so important. Uh, That's one of the things I tell about my my children. And that's why I do what I do when I teach kids is because I want them at a very early age to know that you stand out. You you are a superhero within your own community. We just have to develop, help you develop. Your your underlining magic.
0: <laughs> you know, I just want to throw this out there also as maybe as a, a point of motivation. I just want to throw because I don't think a lot of us really recognize what we have, where we are, you know, in the marketplace today. So a lot of people do not know that the first female millionaire, the first female millionaire was an African-American okay who is the first female millionaire and she followed a dream she was motivated by what she saw or didn't see in the marketplace because she developed a hair care product because her hair was falling out she did not know how to fix it so she came up with a solution so she had that product and she sold she went door to door then she she gathered she she, um recruited a group of women to sell this product also and she was able to sell millions of dollars in that. Her name is Madame CJ Walker. I want you guys to know that name and remember it. C.J. Walker. Madam CJ Walker. First black, first female millionaire. Female. Not not just black, but female millionaire. Okay? And this happened two years after the emancipation of slavery. Two years. Mm-hmm. In 1867, guys. So if you can have a millionaire back then. With no resources, no support source, no TEDx, no business zone, <laughs> and she was able to do that, guys. Can you imagine now how well you guys can do that? So just use that as your motivation, guys, okay?
1: And, and, and the first billionaire, he was a black man, and his yeah. name was a, uh, he, a multimillionaire by the time uh, in the middle. He was a multimillionaire in the, in the middle of the 20th century. He, he was a slave. Yeah. actually from um from slavery to a millionaire and uh, his name was ag gaston mm. and they call him the black titan he wow. owned uh <laughs> he ran an insurance company and a funeral home he had 13 branches in alabama now and um he owned his own savings alone he owned a business college he owned a motel so that's out of slavery yeah (laughs) so if if you can do that out of slavery yeah yeah we have so many more resources that are available to us today and there's plenty many many uh millionaires there's the, the woman um I think it was her name Maggie. Um, she was the first woman to own a bank in Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, and she became a millionaire and and she got her tips from working in a cafe. She would uh, doing the gold rush uh, the uh, the, the, uh, uh, the ones that were pine- the miners were uh, panning for gold. They'd get a gold then they'd go and invest that, right? So she was hearing the investment tips. So she she started taking her her money and investing in the same tips yeah. and so she became a millionaire and then she had she opened up a bank so if they could do it yeah we, we can do can it do guys it. because
0: can... they they didn't have an sba they didn't have banks that was willing to give them money they didn't have a, a tedx englewood you know they didn't have crystal and i to coach them and help them out to set up their back office you know help them with their bookkeeping and all of that and set up their, their 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 infrastructure they didn't have that and they yeah. were able to do it so folks we can do it with right. all this resources at our fingertips
1: absolutely absolutely and that's why i love what you're doing rashanda because again you're that quiet the quiet here quiet Storm. <laughs> quiet storm of making but not doing big stuff doing yeah. stuff behind yeah. the scenes you know not letting anything stop you not making a huge announcements just one day, hey, are you guys going you going over to Rashad's place? Oh, really? I didn't even know what's happening. Oh,
0: yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> After seeing this right here, Crystal, I'm telling you, I'm getting the feeling that you and I should team up with her and put on like a small business expo every year and invite these That's small true. businesses and invite contract providers and invite all those folks. You see what I'm saying? We should do that. Yeah. We should do it. I do
1: think. it,
0: like I said. Let's let's do it.
1: Happen. And Gilbert, I think we yes. can go remote with the business zone. I know we had another location in mind for what's uh, yeah. for for our for our twelve year, our years, our anniversary. But uh, yeah, uh, we could do it there too.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. So Absolutely. let's talk, Rashonda. Absolutely. We're gonna have our seventh year let's anniversary do it. Let's in do it. the business so, zone. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: Let's do it. So in fairness I just want to make sure that folks just know, you know, our culture hub is really it is to exactly what you guys are speaking of, just a place for us to be able to have different types of events. I want to make sure that we have culturally relevant events and culturally relevant opportunities for all of our businesses and so being able to have you guys there doing doing your show remotely
1: um, it's just
2: one of those ad- added extra layers
1: to what we are doing and what we're creating. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that sounds great because that, that would be great. And we can interview uh, the business, uh, the, the ones that have their products there, which then would, of course, expand. It would help us expand our brand as well. We would be uh, collaboratively helping each other grow um Absolutely. to increase our 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 abilities and and our bottom lines actually to be quite honest. Absolutely. So um so yeah, let's let's talk but uh, I love what you're doing. Uh congratulations on all of your endeavors. Uh you deserve Thank it all the kudos and and the honors. Sometimes I know, you know, it took me a while before I start getting um uh uh my my, what do you call them? My flowers. Your and flowers. I was, yeah. I was working hard back there, but I wasn't doing it for that. So when it did finally start right. coming in, it felt good uh, that you acknowledgement for the work that you're that you're doing in the community. But that's yeah. not the reason we do it. It's because obviously no. you have the same passion, Gilbert, mm-hmm. and I have um, for so, for our small business community. Now, before that, though, I'm you so be So when I first met you, you actually had a corporate job, right? I did. I did. (laughs) I left my corporate job in 2018
2: to open up Innovative Entrepreneurs Hub. Um, There was a shift in my life, and I really just wanted to to be a full-time entrepreneur. I was in corporate America. I was doing my coaching and consulting in conjunction with going to corporate America every day. But once life shifted for me, I wanted to do it full-time and be able to provide a space for entrepreneurs like myself who didn't necessarily want to always go to the coffee shops to have meetings yeah. and so that was one of the real inspirations for having the office and folks being able to come in because with innovative entrepreneurs hub you know people can come in and work for the day we have offices for rent we have a conference room for rent we have a, a classroom that they can rent and so just really providing all of these additional um, services and opportunities for businesses and small businesses particularly in our community was really the motivating force. How big is
0: this facility, Rashonda?
1: <laughs> so the office is actually three
2: thousand square
0: feet.
1: Oh, you have not been there, Gilbert. No, over. I haven't been there. You, you, I gotta it's check over it. By the airport. It's um. It, aren't I gotta check. Aren't you in the Hilton building or the one next to the Hilton?
2: So in between the Hilton and the Marriott, fifty-seven seventy-seven Century.
1: Yeah. It's like- yeah.
0: Put that. Put that in the chat. Put it in the chat because I. I would love for us to do a sit down with you, Rashanda, because I'm very serious about us doing the small business expo every year. Because with what we bring Absolutely. to the table, all three of us, we can really make this yeah. happen for small businesses. And it's not like we're just some group putting this together. We we got some background. We know what we're doing. You, you see know what I mean? Um,
1: that was one of the first things that. Uh, uh, well. Mohammed Nazruddin along with Barbara, um, um, they were, and Hal Halbert, they were the beginning of that. They were the ones that did the Black Expo. Yeah. And the last one that was really done was, um, I think, Natalie, uh, Natalie, um, What's her name that runs our weekly i think she did one but it really wasn't well marketed that's the right. last black expo and right. then hal halbert before he died he did one and that's the last expos that were done for black people
0: greg greg sneed said maybe we should do it twice a year so i like that too <laughs> it used to be there
1: used to be two there was one in black history month uh which was the one that barbara uh and and muhammad did in april and then there was another one that another group did in October, which is also a, a history Month, uh, national, I think. And yeah. those were the two um, that were, that were going on. That's when I first started my business, yeah. that's where I met everybody that I know today, that's where I met them. that's That's where where they were pcr i met them the very very first time i had heard and that's almost i've been in business for 30 years that's the first place i met them and it was a three-day event um barbara you know she she's been doing the black expo uh for a uh we've been doing it virtually uh, but she would be open to bringing her whole vast network yeah. of individuals. Dr. Rosie, she got her whole book tour. And yeah. so all of these are those that have been working behind, been doing these type of things. They need young blood. That's what yeah. they need. They, they need young people to take over. Yeah. And uh, so they would be open to something like that. Barbara knows how to go get the funders.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's always important. <laughs> that's how always to get important. the funders yeah and uh so if that's something that you know it doesn't have to be big scale but you know if that's
0: we can start we can start out small first and just you know so sort of take the temperature see and then next year it will be bigger and nathan nathan put the address here in the chat thank you for that nathan five five seven yes. seven five seven seven century. century boulevard yes is that, is that yes. correct okay uh, so so, yes, so we is. need to do a sit-down real soon. I wanted I want us to do it before Crystal goes to Egypt. And let's sit down and talk about how <laughs> we can plan this thing, man. Because I'm telling you, this picture I'm looking at right here, I'm inspired by it with all these entrepreneurs and 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 and, and purchasers yes. here. You know, that's that's gonna be amazing. Yes. It's gonna be amazing.
2: Absolutely. So let's let's just make it happen. Um come to the store so that way you can yeah. see it. In all of its yeah. beauty, um, we really do take pride in making sure that it is a very flexible space as well. Like I mentioned, you know, we have different events inside of the store. And so, yes, the products are yeah. on the walls, but that whole um, center section is available. In it, and that is about 2,000 square feet. So we have a lot of room to be able to do some things. So I'm excited. Well, I'm
0: sure, I'm sure Crystal has your contact information, I your do. phone number I and do. all of that. So... So, yes. uh, yeah, let's connect after the show or, you know, let's make this happen, man. We're not going to talk about this anymore, folks. We're, we're going to do things. <laughs> we're going to do because I'm telling you, I'm inspired right now. And here's another reason why I'm inspired. OK, I've gotten some contracts from some organizations around here who take pride in getting you, drawing you in with a contract and then terminate the contract. You see what I'm saying? Then bring their friends in to do it. I don't want to deal with that anymore. I want us to start working and building our community, our small businesses, and really make some serious money from that. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs>
2: yeah. And we always have all of the resources. You know, it really is about us providing more economic development mm-hmm. within our community and making sure that we really are recycling yes. our dollars and one another up. We have all of the resources. So I'm excited to hear you guys say that. It's always about, you know, making the right collaborations and the right connections and being able to amplify and leverage each other. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm glad you mentioned what you just said right now, too, because the the black dollar only stays six hours in our our community. We got to get that extended, man. And by putting events like this and programs like this together, it's really going to last longer than six hours in the community
2: absolutely and all of vendors and and all of our sponsors and supporters we are making sure that we are employing those same people so the folks who are printing our step repeats you know all of our our production team we are funding and and sewing back into our businesses and making sure that we can increase that
1: Exactly. Um, Yeah, no. And that was the principal reason uh, Mohammed started Recycling Black Dollars and Barbara Lindsay um, launched uh, the first Black Business Expo uh was for that very reason and and then when we look back for those of us that are around during that time we were a lot more uh interactive mm-hmm. I, I believe right. um but we've become very disconnected and of course the pandemic didn't help yeah. um so now right. but i will uh like Lamert is a, those young folks over there some doing some things over there <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they really are.
1: Yeah, they they never stopped during the pandemic. It was scary as heck over there. But <laughs> but they they've never stopped. So they've created their a little cultural um hub over there and they always got their vendors on display. So every, every little area having their spot would be awesome. So now you know where Absolutely. to go find the Black businesses. So therefore, there should be no excuses for us spending our Black dollars, right? Wow. <laughs> we have 30 of them right here in Inglewood. So come wow. on down. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I think Nathan wants to know what's the best uh, contact information for you. Um, he's right around the corner from you, actually.
2: So for the office for fifty seven seventy seven, it is innovative entrepreneurs with an S hub. So innovative entrepreneurs hub dot com, and then you can reach out to us and connect with us. Let me see us. if I can
1: put that up so they can see innovative entrepreneurs dot hub.
2: No, innovative entrepreneurs hub dot com. Oh, okay.
1: Yes, entrepreneur.
2: With an S. Entrepreneurs. I I forget the S all the time
0: myself. I see it. And while you're doing that, uh, Patricia Langford said, thank you Crystal and Gilbert for always bringing the passionate uh, uh, feeling and desires to the uh, the forefront of the marketplace for small businesses. So just want to let you guys know, man, we're serious about what we do here. We're, We're not playing around anymore. We're not just talking like many of these chambers and the cause trade association right. talking about okay we're here to help you give us three hundred dollars a month or three hundred dollars a year uh-uh, we're not doing that so we really want to make change guys we want to see positive change on our show previously we did an, a, a segment on Marcus Garvey uh, uh, and and the Bl- buy black movement when he started it back in in um in nineteen ten. He started it back in that 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 day and time. And he inspired a lot of countries around the world about buying black and and, and uh, collaborating. And it was amazing. And that's what we wanna to continue to do here at the Business Zone. And that's why we're reaching out to you, Rishanda. Uh, we're gonna really make this thing happen, man. I can envi- already envision this first small business expo, man. I'm telling you, I'm excited i'm Absolutely. excited
1: Absolutely. Well, awesome looking forward to. so it. but first and foremost let's get everybody out by august uh 12th <laughs> <laughs> yes. let's get you over yes t- it's going to be an amazing yeah. Show. yeah let's go over get your tickets for the uh tedx let's support that that's on the 12th from 1 p.m to 3 p.m get your tickets right there in the chat right there you can you yes. can find the link to purchase your ticket so let's support her and all of the um uh speakers that's going to be over there and as well uh let's also go over to the culture club and support our culture hub and let's support those businesses over there and if any of you are interested in uh having a a spot to uh um to sell your products also go over to our and uh fill out the application and uh get your your retail product in in that location as yes. well so we can support you and have one location that we can come so that's what we need you to do and we also need you to go to her um socials uh, facebook uh instagram where else are you are you on instagram i mean uh youtube facebook and instagram and that those are the okay. main those are the main two and, and the
2: names are all the same so it's our culture hub on facebook and instagram innovative entrepreneurs hub same facebook and instagram and tedx Inglewood on facebook and instagram. all right
1: so go over there and while you're there Go over to the business zones uh, facebook page a uh, youtube page and hit that subscribe button and so that you are subscribing to our show this has been a great show ashonda i am so proud of you and definitely an avid supporter and a fan uh, of yours and so happy for your success and please continue to be that innovative quiet uh hero that you are <laughs> <laughs>
0: We and we haven't we haven't seen the cape yet, but we know the cape is there somewhere. So. Yeah,
1: right, right, exactly. <laughs> the cape is there, so we want to we definitely want to give you your kudos and your flowers uh, for doing what you've been doing out there in the community for so many years. So thank you so much, and thank you for nice. being on the business zone please uh share this video it's all i believe you actually paired it uh which doesn't happen very often so but you paired it to your uh <laughs> your social media and Beautiful. So at Beautiful. one point we had about 60 something people watching it
0: oh and, yeah <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> all right that's what i'm talking about <laughs>
1: hey we have to make sure we show that's right support. that's right so, so we do want to thank you for that and if you can you know put, feel free uh to put this on whatever resources um if you need a link let me know i'm i'm going to go in and and do all the keywords so um once okay. i do all of that then um i'll send you over a link and then you can share it uh with all the the keywords so that we can make sure that our club uh culture club and and the tedx and going and the tickets and all that stuff is in the body uh of the of the uh description on youtube and so that we can get everybody out to uh follow you okay
2: yes excited excited thank you guys so much for allowing me to come on your platform and share what we are doing with all of all of my my endeavors and and just Continue to support um, small businesses. I really love what you guys are doing, and I've been following it for quite some time. And I'm um, just looking forward to seeing what we, we do. We
0: are a village, Rashanda. We are a village, <laughs> and we got to stick together to make this thing happen. I don't know. I don't know um, any other groups out there that don't stick together. So we got to do it too. Is yeah, that's
1: that, that's what we have to be focused on. And this show will run again. Um, I'll reschedule it again for next Monday. <laughs> And it'll run again on Wednesday, so I'll, I'll I'll schedule it for at least another two rounds, and that way it'll get out there and keep circulating. So that
0: way. And you can keep and and one of, one of our favorite viewers, Mr. Donald Cletus, he said, "Don't forget to apply for the twenty thousand dollar grant in, with the city of Inglewood, the city hall." So if any of you guys, small businesses out there, you want to apply for this, please make sure you go. He said to call City Hall, Inglewood. Are you aware of that, Rashonda?
2: I am, but for, for our culture hub, we just missed the cutoff because you actually had to be established in Inglewood prior to the pandemic. Oh, so we I it. see. But for all the other businesses, please make sure that you apply for okay. sure.
1: Okay. And there was another grant out there that I sent out. Let me see if I can find it, because there was some about $10,000. I sent it to, let me see. Oh, yeah. Uh, There was a $10,000 grant from from Venmo, actually. Apply for the um, Venmo small business grant by August 7th for a chance to receive $10,000 in funding for your business. All is needed is a business profile to get started so that is through venmo i will um i'll put it in the chat of this is this is incentive for you guys to go over and 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 subscribe to the business zone i'll put it in the chat it'll be down in the body of the of our show so that's a grant i believe alice has another twenty thousand dollar grant that i just got notification of um That just came out again. You guys better jump on this because at some point, grants are going to go away forever. (laughs) So there are a number of grants that are out there. Let's see. There's another one for a 20,000 Antears Reach grant. That's, That's Hello Alice and DoorDash. So this is a grant to small businesses with an emphasis on those who have an established product market fit and have a clearly identified need for growth capital and owned by historically underrepresented entrepreneurs the deadline for that one is august 4th by 6 p.m so that's a couple of days away so i'll put those in the chat in the body of the business zone uh tonight so go apply guys because the dates go by quick because folks don't be giving out grants anymore they're giving out loans now (laughs) (laughs) all right with that uh, any parting words my friend
2: so i just want to uh, also just encourage folks to check us out uh, tedxinglewood.ca.com. you can read about um you know, all of our background information. And then if you are able, if you are in the in the Inglewood area, please come out. It's going to be a great show. We have six speakers. Like I mentioned, we have performers that are going to be doing amazing things. And then there is actually a, a special surprise. We haven't really mentioned it, but you have to be in the theater to see it. It is something that is really, really amazing. And this is not just a sales tactic. It really is something that you will never see anywhere else. And so, we're just really excited for um, you know, all of our speakers and, and what the day will bring. We are actually also having an after party. So if you need to decompress and you wanna hang out with us at the end, we invite you to join us at the after party as well. But again, TEDx Inglewood is happening on August 12th and we
1: just want the community to come out and support and and be able to feel all right right. sounds good to me i'm gonna go get my ticket uh as soon as we get off the air (laughs) (laughs)
0: sounds
1: good
2: well thank you guys i
0: I put um i put a little thing in the in the chat it says uh go to smallbizpro.net if you want to create your uh your small business profile if you don't know how to create a profile you go to smallbizpro.net, you fill out, you complete the application or the registration, and it will create your profile for you. You don't have to do anything. All you gotta do is just print it off, save it and print it off, and that's it. So you got your profile right there. And that's that's what Roshanda is saying. You should have a profile in order to participate. So that's something you guys really need to check out. Mr. Donald Cleta said, Hey, it makes no sense to be broke. Go out and get these grants. <laughs> Go get these grants, guys. All right.
1: And his company is Insider Analytics, works yeah. with the top three grant entities weekly on IG and have been have benefited immensely. So there you guys go. Maybe Donald, we need to have you on the show. What does that sound like?
0: Yeah, Mr. Kletos, we need to get you on this show, man. <laughs> so you can talk about all these amazing opportunities for small businesses. What do you uh, say?
1: <laughs> so just let us know. Uh, you can reach myself. You can actually reach out to me and uh let me put my stuff in the inf- in the information gilbert put his in and if you're interested in being a guest on the show like um w- this is what we need we need to make sure everybody knows what everybody's doing so that way that nothing you can't say you didn't know what was going on yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and just so you know many of these grand tours when they advertise their grants they wait until like the day before the deadline to advertise it so many of you may miss out on it now why do they do this because they know many small businesses are not ready they're not prepared they don't have their their information in order so they figure if they put it a day before many of you won't apply so in order to catch them in their tracks you want to go ahead be prepared get ready have this in the ready mode so if you get an opportunity with like a half a day or so you can respond to it just like that so that's what I like you guys yeah, to
1: do. That's what I say to my kids. You don't have to get ready if you are already ready. ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. You got
1: everything ready to be on a quick drama draw. So that's, that's what right. you want to be. So, Rashonda, <laughs> thank you so much for joining thank us. You guys. And um, anytime, this this is a home. If you got anything that you want to share, anything wonderful happening, you always are invited back to be a guest here. We love having you. Um, just let us know. All right.
2: Thank you guys. You Appreciate it. Thank you. For you, your you are welcome.
0: Well. And like I say, you and I and, and Crystal, will be getting together. We'll be talking about this Small Business I'm Expo. Okay.
2: Looking right. forward to Take it. Care. Bye. Bye. So folks,
0: Bye. so, so co-hosts, uh, since we put the Small Business Pro um address in there. You want to go ahead and play that oh, Small Biz Pro promo and, so and that, that they
1: take us out.
0: Yeah, and so let's, that let's, they <laughs> so they understand what Small Biz Pro is all about. Let me and,
1: go in here and find it. I didn't have it queued up, but I'll go and,
0: and while you're doing that, I just want to go ahead and address all our viewers today, all our listeners or viewers. Thank you for tuning in. I hope all of you have subscribed to the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. Hit that subscribe button. Also You guys can go to our website at thebusinesszonewithcrystalandgilbert.com and you can also see a lot of what you can see some of our previous shows, a lot of videos. We got what we call class in session. That's when we go over certain materials and we present it to you. You guys don't have to pay for it right now. You don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) But but you guys can be the early worm who catches a worm, who get in there and uh, check it out. You know, we've got information on leadership, information on certification, information on contracts, information on bookkeeping, you name it. All of that information is right there. Are you ready, co-host?
1: In a few minutes. As as our new consultant told us, we've been giving away the store. So yes. She told us we gotta stop giving it away to show. Yeah, I said, Y'all, in a minute we're gonna have to stop giving it away the show.
0: A <laughs> uh, new marketing person saying, "What are you guys doing? Are you are you Santa Claus? You're giving away everything for free?" So. You know, we're we're trying to be really mindful of what we do, you know. <laughs> we wanna give you some stuff, but at the same time we gotta make money too.
1: But right, exactly. All but right. for
0: now, you guys can go and get all the videos and check them out and see what's there, okay? Let's see. It's <gasps> this idea. <gasps> Hold on, I gotta get
1: this. Uh, came to me out of the blue. That
0: that looks like the commercial. Do you
3: have a tool that organizes your company's paperwork and takes care? No. Come
0: on. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it works. Sometimes my computer gets to a, all right. Let's see. Yes, uh, let's on restart, restart it. Yeah. Restart let me, let me, let me close out some, all these other tabs that's happening over here.
0: Okay. Yeah, there we go. Guys, right. just so you know, this platform is amazing for you guys, for your business to grow it. So, uh, many of the small businesses I've worked with, they've used this and it's helped them tremendously. Do you
3: have a tool that organizes your company's paperwork and takes. uh
0: huh. Oh, man. That is cool. Care of
3: all your record-keeping? Does your current record-keeping system send you 90-day alerts to remind you that your key documents are about to expire and need to be renewed? Can you find contracts and procurement opportunities? At- mm.
0: Mm, keep buffering, huh? Mm-hmm. i mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. 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 the Internet. Just don't want to cooperate.
0: Try hit the hit the back button. Uh, take... take let me see
1: let's try it again
0: okay yeah try it again all
1: right guys
0: let's try try this try 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 the one with the lady right there oh the shorter one yeah let's see
3: do you have a tool that organizes your company's paperwork and takes care of all your record keeping does your current record keeping system send you 90-day alerts to remind you that your key documents are about to expire and need to be renewed? Can you find contracts and procurement opportunities in seconds from any of the 50 United States so you can grow your business? Is your business organized so that you can tell which key documents are needed to efficiently run the business? How about woman-owned, small business, or disadvantaged business enterprise certifications? Do you have a checklist of all the key documents you need to become certified? Does your current system allow you to conduct market research from? multiple sources, and provide you industry and market data in seconds? Well, Small Biz Pro does all of that and more. Small Biz Pro is the number one business management, compliance, procurement assistance, and market research assistance tool on the market today. Download the app now and you will be amazed. It's like having three additional employees working for you, but you don't have to pay them. What are you waiting for?
1: Go out there and get y'all three employees that don't cost you. <laughs> don't cost you taxes.
0: <laughs> guys, go get your small your small biz pro because it saves you on three employees, guys. You don't have to pay them. You don't have to do anything. You don't pay taxes for them. Nada. You just have you have your back office platform that does the work for you. So what are you waiting for? Go get it. Go get, Go get it, your
1: small biz
0: pro. <laughs> All right, we're
1: gonna we're gonna take us out, Gilbert.
0: Oh yeah. So we'll see you guys next Friday three from three to four thirty. I want you guys to think about what we said today and make it happen. We're out. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll using procurement, program, and control. As a small biz grower, so we grow using procurement, program, and control. Yeah. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. oh.